0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on Transfer Deadline Day. Rangers complete the signing of Nicholas Raskin. Will they add any more before the end of the window? Celtic look to be done in incomings, but Georgios Giacomakis hasn't left the club yet. And big moves happening and about to happen up and down the country as we tick towards that midnight deadline. In the company of two students of the game who will of course be across all the big moves, it's Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson. Well, it's another midweek fixture card to look forward to after an action-packed weekend of drama. But before that, as you say, Gordon, it's transfer deadline day. And when you think there's not much action going on, all of a sudden, stories start to seep through. I feel like we've got a busy night ahead with all the transfer action going through. Yeah, maybe not two yellow ties, two hoodies in the studio tonight. But we're still excited to hear all the news. Every supporter looking to their club to see if they're going to add before the window closes. It didn't bode well, did it, when during the news he turned to you and said, Was this the last day of the transfer window, eh? <laughs> Just goes to show you the problems I had at Airdrie I was when he was director of football. I was having a wee conversation. 01419511025. To answer his question, it is indeed the last day of the transfer window. <laughs> Less than six hours to go until it slams shut. Because it never closes gently, does it? It always slams shut. So. Really, last chance for you to get your final thoughts across And the great thing about a night like this Is to fans of every single team out there And it's very simple What do you make of the business you've done so far? What do you hope happens between now and midnight? And if it does end like this Will you be happy with the window? Doesn't matter what team you support That question works for everyone What do you make of the business so far? What do you hope happens until midnight? And if it ends like this, will you be satisfied with your work in the window? 0141 951 1025. All about transfers tonight. Of course, we do have big games to look forward to, particularly tomorrow. But we've even got one tonight between Ross County and Hibs. A couple of Scottish Cup ties. Cove against Ayr in Verness, Queen's Park as well. But it's transfer deadline day. So come on, there are no rules at this point. You can phone up and hope that your team makes a last minute dash for a player that's well out of your price range. We couldn't care less. You can dream big until midnight. So 01419511025. Please do get in touch. Um in terms of big business done already, we're about to get a full roundup from Andrew McLean But I don't think it's much of a secret Nicholas Raskin is over the line So Rangers fans What do you make of that? That's two signings in Is that enough for you? Or would you be looking for more Between now and midnight? Let us know 01419511025 Celtic Maybe a bit of work to be done Outgoing rather than incoming I can see Motherwell making moves right now uh, I can see St Mirren being linked All sorts In fact let's go to a man who's far more Across these things Andrew McLean Is going to give us an update He's been all across transfers On behalf of Clyde One Super Scoreboard All day Andrew let's start with Glasgow's Big Two then Give us an update On the picture at the moment Yeah well we'll start with Rangers shall we Because they have made What do we say Is the, the biggest transfer In Scotland so far today You mentioned it Nicholas Raskin That deal 
is done, confirmed by the club. He's been at the training ground today. He's also been at Ibrox this evening as well. Rangers saying he's signed a long-term deal. I understand that's through to 2027. He's, of course, their second January signing after Todd Cantwell. But someone that won't be joining this window is Morgan Whitaker. So much talk about him in the last couple of weeks, but it looks as if that deal is off and he'll remain at Swansea for the rest of the season. A position to look out for, though, is centre-back. Michael Beale has referenced it a few times. Philip Hellander, he is, of course, still out injured. Michael Beale sees James Sands as a midfielder rather than a defender, so it doesn't leave them with much depth in that position. So I think if something else is to happen for Rangers tonight, it'll be at centre-back. As for Celtic, Ange Postacoglu has spoken today. He's not expecting any incomings. He did all his business early. Alistair Johnson, Yuki Kobayashi, Tomoki Iwata all came in first and then Hugh and Gyo joined last week. So it will be outgoings you look at in terms of Celtic tonight. Postacoglu saying there could be four or five. The big one, of course, Jorgis Giacomakis. He's on his way to Atlanta United. It looks as if it's a deal of around £3.5 million. That could rise to just over £4 million. Looks as if that one will get done before the deadline at midnight tonight. Other players to look out for, Yosuke Idaguchi. He could be on his way back to the J-League. Hasn't worked out for him since he arrived this time last year. Oliver Abelgard uh, joined on loan in the summer and has really struggled for game time. Um, Alborg in Denmark are interested in taking him on loan, so his loan deal at Celtic could be cancelled. Stephen Welsh, another name that's being banded about as a potential exit. That one looking less likely, but still plenty of business to be done, I think, uh, before the midnight deadline tonight. Hey, come on then, 0141951 You heard from Andrew. Nicholas Raskin is done. So Rangers fans, how happy are you? With him It's the 2nd January signing If there is anything to be done um, Between now and midnight What do you hope it is It doesn't look particularly likely Which would lead us on to the next question If Rangers are done there with those two signings Rangers fans Is that enough for you? Or were you hoping for more? How would you sum up the window? 01419511025 Celtic fans It's all a bit organised on the incoming front It was done early Jackimakis is still in the building though I take it you assume he goes Between now and midnight What other players do you think Need to go out the door uh, To get some more game time 01419511025 It's not just Glasgow's big two though Andrew McLean There's been loads happening today already And, and even more in the pipeline um, Let's start with some of our Our local sides if you like The likes of St Mirren Motherwell what, What's interested you there? Yeah, it has been a really busy day, especially for St Mirren. I was speaking to Stephen Robinson earlier on. He was saying that Ethan Erehon and Dylan Reid had both completed medicals. Ethan Erehon is on his way to Lincoln City. His deal at St Mirren was up at the end of the season. St Mirren managing to get around £300,000, £350,000 for him. That deal should be completed tonight, as well as Dylan Reid, the youngster who has been making his way into the St Mirren first team. He's on his way to Crystal Palace, so a big move for the youngster. That has sort of released funds for Stephen Robinson to work with and the really interesting one from their perspective is Tony Watt. It looks as if they've won the race to sign Tony Watt on loan for the remainder of the season. Of course Eamon Brophy has gone to Ross County, Jonah Ayunga is injured so it was a position that Stephen Robinson was wanting to strengthen and Tony Watt to St Mirren is one that looks as if it could happen tonight also with a potential option to make that deal permanent in the summer. Another couple of deals that seem to be bubbling away. 
St Mirren potentially interested in taking Rangers midfielder Alex Lowry, Lowry sorry, on loan as well and Thierry Small who's a left back from Southampton. There was actually some big news as well just before we came on air regarding Kilmarnock. Kyle Lafferty has left the club by mutual consent. Not really sure that anyone was expecting that but he has gone before tonight's deadline. A really short statement from the club as well, saying it's with regret that they've parted company. And you mentioned Motherwell as well. It's been pretty quiet in terms of ongoings. The club are working on things. They're hoping to get a couple of bodies in the door. Nothing done yet. Two confirmed outs though. Connor Shields is leaving on loan. He's joining Queen's Park and Sondre Solholm has secured a permanent move back to Norway. Well listen we can keep in touch with Andrew all throughout the show I won't ask him to rhyme off anymore Because it's getting hard to keep up with There have been so many But 01419511025 Give us a call right now What do you make of your transfer business so far? What do you hope happens between now and midnight? And will you be satisfied if it all ends like this? Some really interesting ones there What about you St Mirren fans? Happy with Tony Watt? Man of many Scottish Premiership clubs That's going to happen tonight by the looks of it uh, Would you be happy with that one? Kyle Lafferty Andrew's right, leaving Kilmarnock this evening What do you make of that, Kelly fans? Let's get stuck straight in Keith uh, is a Rangers fan Are you happy with Rangers business so far, Keith? Absolutely superb Uh, Claude Canmel really, really excites me His passing ability is brilliant Uh, I've watched him online and stuff like that before he came But Raskin, I'm really, really delighted we've got him Because it reminds me he could do so a wee bit And uh, I'm really excited Hopefully we sign Whitaker as well uh, before they did That's where I'm going I'm just heading home To sit and watch Sky News uh, But I've got I've got a wee point To make uh, regarding well, let's, let, let's deal with a couple of them first Then we'll, we'll come back in on, on a second point Just make sure you don't Sit and watch the TV Until after 8 o'clock Though Keith Get your priorities in order um, The Nicholas Raskin Gordon Similar to Todd Cantwell In the sense that It was a name Everybody knew it Everybody knew Rangers wanted it It was Ongoing And, and now it's over the line yeah, and the positive thing is, as the manager said, that he didn't want short-term fixes. It's a long-term contract, Gordon. So he's going to have plenty of time to bed in, show the Rangers fans exactly what he can do. I think it excites Rangers fans because new faces are coming in. They were pleased with uh, Cantwell at the weekend. I spoke to a couple of people who were at the game. Um, yeah, he only played, what, 60-plus minutes. But very pleased with what they seen, especially with a guy that hadn't played a lot of football. This guy will excite them. I think the Rangers transfer business has been okay. I know sometimes you get a bit greedy thinking we want more bodies mm-hmm. in there. But I think Michael Beale, because of the league position, it would be a big, big turnaround for Celtic to go and lose that. I think he's got the opportunity to sit back, get a couple in, look at the summer, identify what he needs because he's looking for long-term, not short-term. Nicholas Raskin, Mark, there's a few things that, you know, that are, are facts if you like Before you've even seen him play Because we don't know how good a signing he'll be But the age profile is good 21 year old Belgian under 21 international Comes from Standard Liège uh, Was described by Michael Beale As a 6 or an 8 Which to you if you think Right that's the guy that would do The covering when you had made A big stupid run up the, the right flank yeah. And had left your area He'd maybe come and help you out He's the one that would say Mark just you give the ball to me And I'll make things happen yeah. That's the area of the pitch That we're talking about People would say Rangers needed that Perhaps So on on those fronts Does it seem like a good good acquisition? It certainly does I think when you look at his history And you know You always look at recent history How many games have played And uh, the league that they've played in Has he been a mainstay Then yeah it ticks those boxes Obviously international player as well At under 21 level So you would think there's a progression there Albeit into a very competitive Belgian side Um 
And probably is an area that Rangers need to freshen up in. I think they've got a lot of players in that midfield competing for, for places, but I think they need fresh faces, especially in that defensive midfield role. Um, so, 21, you're right, Gordon, it's a good age. If you're wanting to get the best years out of them and then maybe have a resale val- value on them, then 21 is a good age to get them in. Experience European football, if he does well, he'll be like, mm-hmm. he'll not be like any, you know, others that he, he will get sold on if he does well at yeah. Rangers so seems to tick a lot of boxes gone sorry to burst your bubble Keith Andrew McLean was telling us and even Michael Beale yesterday it does not look like Morgan Whitaker will happen I don't think that that will take place this evening if it was just Cantwell and Raskin would you be happy with that or would you want more uh, well my second point in coming to is uh, the goalkeeper position mm-hmm. uh, years ago I lived in Dunfermline and uh, I, I knew the chaplain of the Dunfermline football club really well he was a good friend of mine and he says to me, uh, we're taking uh, McGregor on. I watched watch McGregor progress through the youth. And he says to me, he's like, what's it like? I says, I'm telling you that right now, you're signing the next number one for Scotland. He's a brilliant keeper. And you know, I've watched Rory McCrory. Uh, Rory McCrory, if I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, I've watched him progress. And, and I rate him higher than McGregor. I really do. Oh. And I, I really like to see him getting a chance because... I think he's a phenomenal young keeper and we need to start again uh, as we're, we're, we're bringing in 21 year olds as well McCrory get him on get him on and, and bring a second back up to him yeah uh, he's injured right now so you know he can't play immediately I take the point more generally which feeds into to Gordon you know you said you know fans are a bit greedy you think two is okay mm-hmm. would you understand why some fans would, would want more business done does this now tell you that whether it's goalkeeper, striker, centre back, that you know, there's then a lot to do in this summer. In an 100%. ideal world, would would Michael Beale have done more this window? Yeah, and uh, I think Keith uh, touches on a great point with the goalkeeper. I think the goalkeeper will, obviously, a fresh face will come in. Whether it'll be to go for a number one position, whether it'll be a number one goalkeeper, and the rest will be backup because McGregor obviously will not go on um, after this season. Um, so I, I do th- I, I do agree. I think that. Between now and the end of the season, McCrory might get an opportunity to show what he can do. We don't see him day in, day out. Obviously, Michael Bale works with the coaching staff there, the goalkeeping coaches. So it's up to him to show in training, wait for his opportunity and try and put himself forward for that number one position. But I definitely think Rangers will be bringing a goalkeeper in, no doubt. Look, Mark, there's a lot of things that need to fall into place. If the right player isn't available at the right price and and all that stuff, you're you're not just going to force it. You're not just going to do it for the sake of it to tick boxes. But still, would you have expected more than two? Or are those two of a a quality that you think Rangers fans will be satisfied and, and do the rest in the summer? I did think there'd be one more I thought Whitaker would have got done And it doesn't look likely If I'm led to believe at the minute no, I, don't, um, I think less than unlikely Yeah so just the way things were moving with Whitaker And he was recalled And then he wasn't played I thought yeah that's a certainty Rangers certainly need someone to challenge Sakala Or whoever else is playing in that right hand side Been a position that they've been crying out for For a long time But look if it's not right You're right Well why Why pay over the odds For someone that you could Perhaps get further down the line when you've a wee bit more time to negotiate it. Um, mm. So, two, it looks like that'll be business done for Rangers, and it's up to Beale to improve the ones that are already there. Uh, David's a Rangers fan. Thank you to Keith, by the way. That was Keith from Hamilton. David's on the line. David, what do you think? Happy with Nicholas Raskin? Would you have wanted more business than this? What What, what are your thoughts? I was hearing rumours uh, 
about is it Onoma film uh, who's torn his contract up who seemingly Beal was looking at when he was with Queen's Park Rangers um, I haven't heard of him so I can't comment on what kind of quality player but I'm glad that the, the players Beal's brought in are a quality players they're young players and for a change we're buying players who don't have a history of injuries but another thing that I think you can look at is, is Hadji's coming back he got some he got some time in the last game he's another great addition and a great player if Ruth can recover from the shoulder injury that he had that's another player to come back we've got players coming back and I think for him to bring in more I think he needs to get rid of some of the deadwood with Abbott Rangers who are surplus to requirements I think with with new players coming in and I think but yeah the quality I mean he's not an, an under 21 Belgian international Belgium are a fantastic team for him to be in that kind of ilk I think speaks good for the players that Bill's bringing in Yeah Andrew McLean the player David's referring to is Josh Onoma uh, what can you tell us about that one? Yeah, he was certainly a player that was linked with Rangers earlier in the window. His name was being banded about with Todd Cantwell as well. I saw that as well today, that he'd been released from his contract, but very quickly after that it came to light that it looks as if he's on his way to Preston North End, so I wouldn't expect there to be sort of any chat with him and Rangers tonight. It looks as if he's staying in England and it'll be Preston he's going to. Yeah, it also looks like, if, if anything, Gordon, if we're basing this on what Michael Beale said yesterday, Andrew's told us already It looks unlikely Rangers do anything else tonight mm. right? It looks like it will be the two Based on what Michael Beale said yesterday Centre-back would be perhaps the one tonight He said the picture becomes much clearer in the summer But maybe they would try and force something through um, So is that How much of a priority would that be this evening for um, you? I, I think if the right deal was there I think they would try and force it through tonight To get him in um, But I don't think they'll be held to ransom paying over the odds. I think they'll be patient. I think David does make a good point. They've got a lot of players on the injury list and quality players that when they come back, he'll have a very strong squad to pick from. I think he sees it longer term now, uh, Gordon, because I think deep down inside, as much as you never concede the title, I think it'd be a miracle if Rangers could turn that round. I know there's still a lot of games to go, but um, I think Michael Beale has been very patient. He knows... Uh, the way he wants to go he knows how going forward he wants long term commitment the right age the right player at the right price and I think he's quite right mm. to be patient uh, so David you, you sound happy with the two signings so far you're acknowledging that there are other players that need to move does, does that all mean that you know you're fine with the two you, you're not you won't be left dissatisfied if the window closes and no more brought in satisfied I think he's brought in quality I think come the summer there'll be a large clearance. I think you could find six, seven, maybe eight of the players who are, who are in the squad will be leave. I think there's a lot of dead wood, which really, I mean, I think has been an absolute disaster. Um, Elander, I think, will be moved on. If we can, if the nice presumably we can get people to buy them. Uh, but yeah, two, the two is brought in there seem to be quality, which will add to, to what we've got. And I'm quite happy with that Here we are David That's two Rangers fans They're all happy with the business so far Not that bothered about not getting any more in How do you feel Other Rangers fans about the numbers game Would you have wanted more uh, Between now and the end Or are you satisfied with the work so far 01419511025 We'll keep updating you on the news As it breaks between now and 8 o'clock 
And we're looking for you to get in touch It's the same question No matter what team you support What do you make of your business so far? What do you hope happens between now and midnight? And if it ends like this Will you be happy or not? It's a great time to call We'll try and speak to you next You are the voice of Scottish football Call 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Deadline day here in Scotland You've got five and a half hours remaining 01419511025 Get your thoughts in Happy with the business so far What do you want to see between now and midnight And if it ends like this Will you be satisfied overall Get your calls in Fans of all teams I can see St Mirren fans Motherwell fans Kilmarnock fans phoning in We will get to them soon Because there are so many different stories uh, To work our way around So if you're getting your call in Don't you worry We will make it round as many as possible We... Spoke to a couple of Rangers fans there uh, Talking about Nicholas Raskin and Todd Cantwell And the unlikely nature of any further arrivals Andrew McLean Still nothing on Giacomakis Anything coming out of Celtic since we last spoke? Still nothing on Giacomakis But one departure has been confirmed Oliver Abeldgaard Who's had an unsuccessful loan spell at the club Made just nine appearances after joining on loan From Ruben Kazan in the summer His loan deal has been cut short And he is off to Italy He's joining Serie A side Hellas Verona So he'll be a teammate of Scotland international Josh Doig um, But yeah, it's been a, not a successful loan spell One of the signings One of the few signings you'd say That Ange Postacoglu It's not worked out for him But Oliver Abeldgaard is leaving Celtic before tonight's deadline uh, There you are, not a huge surprise Not, not a huge departure But um, nevertheless an official move there Let's bring in Charles then Who's a, a Celtic fan What do you think of the business so far Charles? What's on your mind tonight? Well I think Celtic's business has been pretty good Up to now in terms of uh, the purchases obviously uh, I'm, I'm just wondering about uh, uh, some of the outgoings And seeing, seeing some of the, the other clubs uh, in Scotland I believe Motherwell and both Hearts have both signed the Japanese players. And uh, mm-hmm. I wonder if uh, Gucci, uh, Gucci, Harry Gucci, might have been a good fit for. I, I know Motherwell looked at two players. It was up to the latest talk. Um, if Harry Gucci might uh, went to uh, like some Motherwell Hearts, it might help uh, the players uh, settle the way. You know the way um, uh, when Ange signed a, a couple of players for Japan, mm-hmm. we were signed three because it, it helped them bed in. It gave them somebody to bounce off. It meant like we're on the kind of loan, and it might be the same thing for the. Uh, Hearts or I like Charles's style here. Mm. Charles is like an agent. He's trying to get Idiguchi moves to Hearts and Motherwell, which I'm absolutely fine with. I quite like that. Um, I think, for what it's worth, Andrew McLean is likely destination is back to the J League. Is that right? Yeah, back to the J League is certainly the move yeah. that seems to be on the cards. There's also been some talk of Germany potentially he has played there previously at a short spell at Gruter Firth, but I wouldn't be surprised to see him go back to the J League. I quite like it. I quite like. I think we should start the rumour because Motherwell need a defensive midfielder anyway. So mm-hmm. we should just start it, Gordon. See if we can make it happen. I don't Charles know. gets twenty percent. You and I get five each. And yeah, I don't know if Motherwell can afford that sort of wages. All right, and if that's the difference. Um, yeah. Here's the thing No Gordon you're Is he any good? Oh I don't know Nobody's, nah, nobody's, no nobody's know. seen At the Gucci The boy the loved a bad start With did, injury but, So we're not sure <laughs> Yeah we'll, we'll hold fire on that one um, Charles Oliver Abogardo He is now He has now gone If Idi Gucci follows Is that really what Tonight becomes about? Is it Is it just about Trying to get rid of guys That to be fair Are now miles away From the team When you look at the The signings that have been made? It's obvious. mentioned just every game the, the strength of the bench. You know, it's it's like a first team on the bench. Uh, so it's how hard is it is for the guys behind them. You know, it's um, there's got to be a few outgoings there, uh, and some people just need to take it in the chin. You know, 
if it doesn't work with you, it doesn't work for you, at least uh, Celtic will give them a chance in the first place and move on with and no hard feelings kind of thing So I, you've, got, you've got to balance the books Yeah, I mean Jackie Marcus presumably will go tonight Charles, are you sorry to see him go? Absolutely uh, I, I, I was wondering um, When they signed him uh, When they signed O mm-hmm. I'm saying, well, what's this guy got That uh, Jackie Marcus wasn't got Because uh, they're both talking about physical presence It seemed to be the same sort of type of player uh, They're signing um, So I was my, my thought was Why, why is Celtic taking a gamble? You know, uh, we're going for an league title just a big of sat and kept Jack and Marcus and uh, Nate Border, you know what I mean? But uh, we're only nine points in front, you know, that's not a tremendous amount. I, I could overcame. So I didn't see any need to take a gamble. Um, the boy O, when he did come on, you had right, he did look good. He did have a bit of presence. Uh, he moved about a bit, um, he played a good pass, he put a good cross in, it may have done a wee bit better way. And uh, he made a, a, a target right back as well. So uh, he was everywhere. Um, yeah, it's certainly the closest thing to a saga because you get these words that are only ever used during the transfer window. Jackie Marcus must be the closest thing we've had to a fully blown saga, Mark Wilson, because yeah. a, a couple of weeks ago, I did not think that at half past six on deadline day he would still be here. And he is. That doesn't make me think he's going to stay, but I'm, you know, I'm surprised it's, it's as late as this. Yeah, I'm the same as you. I thought it would have been done and dusted by now, especially when you hear... Uh, you know, talks were advanced with other clubs, but you know, it's just dragged down to the last minute. Well, it's a sad one for Celtic, and can't quite remember the last time a Celtic player was probably as popular departing the club because usually there's always people who go, Oh, well, his heart wasn't in it, and you know, he, he wasn't really doing it for us, and he went off the boil. Jacques has been different. Celtic fans, the majority, if not all of them, have come on this show said that he wish he'd stayed. Um, and you know I just wonder If he'll ever come To regret it He's only been here A short space of time And the fans took to him And to be fair He gave a lot in return I just wonder If that's one That he might think Further down the line mm. I should have gave that A wee bit longer I mean that's going to happen Tonight isn't it Gordon I think you could tell From Ange Postacoglu When he spoke This afternoon Or was it this morning I can't quite remember But he spoke today And uh, he, he never He never goes in on it too much um, In fact I'll just play what he, what he had to say You know he was asked about The, the exit door and, and what that would look like uh, We're getting to the tail end of it uh, One way or another And um, we'll, we'll get a conclusion uh, I guess uh, the next sort of 24 hours um, But um, nothing concluded yet Just ongoing discussions as far as I know If guys who haven't played a lot of football for us um, They find other opportunities or seek other opportunities um, We're comfortable with that And potentially the ones who will leave Are the ones who haven't got a lot of regular game time Which there's there's four or five in the squad Now I'm not going to talk about individuals Because then if nothing happens Then I don't want to sort of um, make it seem like uh, You know, players are staying reluctantly If that happens again as I said, I'm really comfortable that we've brought in four good young players who um, will be contributors this year and beyond. I mean, I suppose it wouldn't be completely unheard of, Gordon Dale, that that move spectacularly collapses for whatever reason and he remains a Celtic player. He's got a long time left in his contract, but it would certainly be extremely surprising. Yeah, it would be surprising. Um, I think that the majority of the Celtic fans would be delighted if the, if the transfer... Um, Collapse Gordon Because Mark quite rightly says it He's a big mm. fan's favourite He's not He's not in that category I was listening to the Celtic manager Saying not a lot of game time I know re- recently 
he's probably wanted a lot more. Mm. But he's contributed scoring goals, coming on, important games. He's been a big player for them. Uh, but he just feels that he wants regular first team football week in, week out. Thank you, Charles. Let's bring in Kieran, who's a Celtic fan. Are you happy with the business so far, Kieran? Would you have liked something else to happen tonight? Uh, no, I'm, I'm happy with something so far. We just maybe let's see how left back come in, but so far, so good. I it's been a good window. Yeah, there's no sense of Ange Postacoglu doesn't strike you as liking the drama of all this, Mark. Mm. He's, these some of these signings were announced before the window opened. Never mind. Uh, waiting around until deadline. It doesn't seem to be the type that wants to be up at midnight. He, he'll be tucked up in his bed, I think, fairly relaxed. And you know, Kobayashi, Iwata, uh, Johnson coming in just after the World Cup, followed by O. Um, it's good business. You've got to say it like O again. Don't know a lot about him, but you see him coming on at the weekend, and he, he kind of makes an impact right away that makes you sit up and go, he's got something and oh. Oh. <laughs> and the rest of them well, Kobayashi and Johnson look good players Awata we've seen little of but again looks comfortable so I always think you're much better in that position where you aren't scrambling about you know on a Tuesday night um, up until what 11.30 at night trying to get things over the line I just think you're better sitting where Ange Postacoglu is quite relaxed mm. Yeah, Kieran. You mentioned you you would have liked a left back. Is that is that about it? Is that as far as the wish list would have gone? Uh, I can't see much much wrong with the window. Just having a bit more depth in that position because Bernabe's not quite up to that level, Taylor. I'm meant to reach there. I just a bit more depth, and that would be perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, Abogard, that was like it's not huge. I don't expect any Celtic fans to be crying into their dinner, mm. but he's gone, Kieran. Is that is that what tonight's going to be about? Who else do you think will leave? I think we'll see. Uh, I, I like to see Welsh. I think maybe one day I've seen something about him earlier. Uh, just the rest of dead, but to be honest, it's no just taking up taking up a wage. To be honest, yeah, Stephen Welsh is. If we can be selfish about this, Andrew McLean maybe slightly more interesting because he is Celtic's player he's a product of the youth academy he's a Scotland youth international if it was to be someone like Hibbs then he, you know, he'd be staying in these parts as well um, but it's gone a little bit quiet on him this evening Yeah it has gone quiet he was certainly one earlier in the window that there was talk of potentially going out on loan he has had interest in previous windows as well in the summer Udinese tried to take him on loan Celtic knocked that back he of course played quite a bit of football at the start of the season when Celtic had injuries at centre back but then Moritz Jens came in Carl Starfelt's come back from injury we've now got Yuki Kobayashi who's come to Scotland he's at Celtic now as well so you know there are options ahead of him at Celtic at the moment it's just whether Celtic decide whether they want to loan him out or not and whether there's the right option for him to go out Thank you very much that was Kieran in Bayliston on the line it's 01419511025 of course the theme the same question to all fan bases out there are you happy with the business if it was to finish right now would that be enough for you or would you be angry frustrated that you hadn't brought more in Ange Postacoglu says Celtic have achieved their objectives this window lowering the age of the squad and making a profit we went into it sort of with the knowledge that there were a couple of areas we, we definitely wanted to strengthen and you know, everything we sort of wanted to get done and, and sort of we looked to try and do within this uh, window we, we've got there and we've brought four players in who are under the age of 24 and, and for less money than, than sort of we've had to pay out. So uh, from that perspective, I think it's 
our objectives going into the to the window have been achieved. Um, the success of that will will bear fruit, obviously, over the next few months and beyond. Is how well the new players, um, you know, contribute. But to be fair to them, they've already sort of made a contribution. We'll bring you up to speed if there's a Jackamakis announcement. You'll hear about it here. Uh, what about Tony Watt heading to St Mirren? What about that Kyle Lafferty departure from Kilmarnock? That's unexpected. Motherwell have moved two out the door. What's going to come in the way? Let's see if we can get some of those questions answered next. 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here at so 0141-951-1025 and it's Twitter at Clyde SSB as well. This is this is the type of deadline day that you're hoping for. Right? Every time we take a break, every time we go to the travel, we've got new Updates to give you By the time we come back on So Andrew McLean There's been some movement In Paisley and Dingwall Since we last spoke Yeah there has been We'll start with Paisley It's not the confirmation Of the Tony Watt deal Just yet I am expecting that To go through Before midnight tonight But they have Signed Thierry Small On loan Who is a left back He will come in as a left wing back option for St Mirren. He comes in from Southampton. It's interesting as well because Tottenham had been linked with him on a permanent deal. He's just 18 years old so certainly a player that Tottenham see potential in. Southampton not wanting to let him go out on a permanent deal just a loan deal. So he'll provide competition for Scott Tanzer. Richard Tate has picked up an injury as well. He's played in that position so that's one that Stephen Robinson was keen to get cover on. And another interesting one you mentioned that movement in Dingwall and that's because Simon Murray has joined Ross County, the Queen's Park striker. He scored 18 goals in all competitions this season. His deal was up in the summer. Ross County were keen to get him on a pre-contract deal. What's actually happened is they've managed to strike a deal to get him in this month. And you wonder where that leaves Queen's Park because a guy that scored so many goals, he's been a key part of their promotion push. They have brought in Connor Shields on loan from Motherwell. Will he be the man to fill the void? But Simon Murray has joined... Ross County on a permanent deal He of course joins Eamon Brophy Who joined on a loan deal as well So they've got a new front line For the second half of the season Yes, very busy time indeed Let's bring in Craig Who's a St Mirren fan And was hanging on the line uh, When you heard about that Confirmed signing Craig Tony Watt set to follow Are you happy with those? Uh, I think so Guys, I think um, Thanks very much for taking my call Evening Pleasure um, I, I think so I think we need some 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 Fresh attacking faces In the door I mean Obviously Brophy's away and then I'm not entirely sure if we would have been out looking for a new striker if Jonah Younger hadn't got injured at the weekend. Um, but I think we need some fresh attacking bases in the door. You know, I've heard the rumour about Alec Lowry as well. You know, I was at the I was at the Dundee game um, a couple of weeks ago and it was, you know, one of the worst games of football I've ever seen in my life, I think, from both teams. I was gutted when I found out it was going the extra time. Um, so um, for me, yeah, it can only be positive getting some, some fresh attacking bases in the door. What do you make of Tony Watt specifically, Craig? Because sometimes we have to be honest about these things. Teams like St Mirren or Motherwell or Kilmarnock, they'll often shop in a English lower league pool and you don't know much about the players that come up. You just have to be honest about that. However, Tony Watt, we know everything about because this will be his sixth Scottish Premiership team. He's played for half the league by the time he pulls on a St Mirren jersey. What do you make of that one? I mean, I think realistically, I mean, I think his goal scoring record over the last, you know, five, six seasons has been inconsistent. I think recently, you know, when he was at Dundee United, certainly his goal scoring record was, was pretty good. But I think realistically for St. Martin, if, 
you know, Tony Watt was scoring goals every week for Dundee United, realistically he wouldn't be, you know, coming to us on loan. Um, so I think that, you know, Stephen Robinson's transfer business so far has been fantastic. You know, he's brought in players like Trevor Carson, Keanu Bacchus, you know, Ryan Strain, you know, great, great signing. So I think we've got to trust, I suppose, that um, if Stephen Robinson thinks he can get the best out of him, that, um, you know, we've got to trust that. Yeah, well, a player he knows well, having worked with him before. And look, Tony Watt is good value on deadline day, Gordon DL and Mark Wilson, because we said that he's, this will be his sixth Scottish Premiership team, which is. I, I can't think of anyone who's played for more We discussed this with Cammy Bell recently Because he's played for a few And then someone tweeted me about Jim Hamilton Which he, he'd written mm-hmm. a few Yeah I think he's out in front um, But in terms of teams in the division at one time Tony Watt will have covered off six of them Gordon His move, to, his move from Motherwell Kind of came as a surprise People yeah. thought he was settled there Dundee United um, came and, and he went to Dundee United That wasn't that long ago Now he's Heading to St Mirren I like the signing I really do I think Tony's got so much to offer uh, Didn't quite work for him at Dundee United It took a long time to get his first goal Didn't score a lot of goals up there Used as a, a sub lately He played his best football There's no doubt at Motherwell Under the St Mirren manager So they must have I was trying to think I, 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 Sorry to But I think Maybe that maybe there was early Alexander I was, I was trying to remember the seller. I think maybe early Alexander so? was, was peak But he lost even Robinson well obviously Yeah um, I just think that with the experience he's got Tony, the one thing about him is he's, he's a terrific professional Good experience He'll help the younger players round about him uh, He'll lead by example I, I just think that If you can create the right chances for him He'll score your goals He can play in one or two positions Which will help I think that's a very positive sign It's in men I put themselves back in the top six after a weekend's result against Motherwell. Um, and they want to stay there. So they've got rid of a couple of players. They've freed up some money because obviously money's very tight. Uh, the manager's come out and said that lately. And I think he's used it wisely. Let me say that. What's, what's happened to Tony Watt at Dundee United though? Because it seemed to be a period where obviously he signed for them. He seemed to be a big player for them. And then all of a sudden he just disappears a bit. And you look where Dundee United are in the league. Compared to where St Mirren are in the league The goals scored Roughly about the same St Mirren have two fewer So you wonder why that's a move that's that's sanctioned Obviously there's there's issues there at Dundee United That Tony's maybe not happy with the game time But there's obviously got to be a reason Why he's not getting game time Mm. So it's an interesting one It's a strange one You don't usually see players moving up the league Sometimes clubs don't fit Mark You've been there We've all been there But you look at at Motherwell Motherwell were devastated because he was playing absolute brilliant, scoring goals. He was a massive part of the team, but obviously money talks, and I think Dundee United financially were were better offer than what Motherwell was, and I totally accept that. But sometimes you go to a team that just it doesn't fit you, doesn't fit your style of play. You don't, you know, you don't have your mm. best form. But we've seen it before. I think going to St. Man's a very good move for Tony. Look, also, Tony Watt is more than entitled to move however often he wants, Mark Wilson. There is no judgment attached here. But what you would have to say is if you're talking about someone who is about to go for his 13th club or something like that, like I say, that that's fine. That's up to him. But he clearly doesn't hang about. You know, yeah. if there is a if there is a feeling that it's not right or the game time isn't quite what it is, he he doesn't want to just hang around and and waste his time there. Yeah. That he's the career tells you that Well in one way That's that's a good thing You know I don't like to see players Just hang about And take the money And sit on the bench Or sit unstripped In the stand uh, In another way Then 
You've got to look at that. Oh, why? Why has he got thirteen clubs? Why can this he not have any longevity or, or twelve? Why isn't that there? And I agree with Daz When he went to Motherwell How many times did we say in this show That he's found a home at Motherwell That the fans mm-hmm. loved him The managers loved him The whole staff loved him And he, he played his best football And he scored goals uh, He's then jumped again to United You know it, St Mirren fans can be sure If he comes in and does a job St Mirren he, is, But as Craig says though Brophy's gone so They needed, they needed a, someone And it looks like that injury To yeah, a young as yeah. well So, so uh, again you can if do I was worse a Samaritan fan, that knows the league. I, I don't know if I'd be getting what in the back of the family shirts. <laughs> of course, of course it is. But he might do a job. Listen, I'm not well, doubting his ability. Four letters. It's not got to cost you a lot, is it? Four letters, is it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> and you can just drop one of the T's <laughs> yeah, if you yeah, want. Exactly. <laughs> um, he's a good player, Gordon. Uh, you need to get him in form, and you need to manage him right. Yeah. And he's got a manager there that might be able to do that thank you Craig St Mirren fan from Paisley what about Stephen Motherwell fan what's happening there Stephen uh, very very worried I'm starting to panic a wee bit um, I look at it we've let go two players today I'm not too worried about Connor Shields but Sunday Solholm we're a bit thin at the back while our defensive record is okay we've only conceded two more goals as part of this season Um we now need to replace Solholm. I still think we need another forward because of this big issue not putting the ball in the net. We've not replaced Matt Penny and we've not got an Alan Campbell like midfielder. So I'm sitting here thinking we need four players with five hours to go in the window. And when you see teams running about, you're strengthening. Um, so good. Yeah, um, I mean, where to start? Because Stephen's quite right, Gordon, in this. Kind of sums up where Motherwell are at at the moment because Connor Shields has joined Queen's Park mm-hmm. on loan and Sondre Solholm has been purchased. A fee has been paid for him. Now, on one hand, I've seen lots of Motherwell fans say, well, good, because neither of them have had good seasons so far. They've, they've not set the heather alight. But Stephen points out that may be the case, but they also played <laughs> played nearly every game, which maybe sums up where, where Motherwell are at. There was talk earlier of, I think, Jed Gardner from Fleetwood, was it? Um... I think he's now signed elsewhere tonight though There is no left back at all In the building Because Matt Penny's loan finished And he went back to Ipswich Paul McGinn's been playing there um, They're stocked up on right backs there, there is no fit recognised left back Stephen wants another striker And really mentions the, the Alan Campbell position Could be doing with a defensive minded yeah. midfielder as well But other I've, than that I've, I've listened to Stephen before He obviously follows Marlowe up and down the country uh, very knowledgeable about them I agree with them in the left back position 100% I thought Penny was a very good player uh, That was a big loss McGinn um, I think is a decent player But I don't I don't fancy him at the left back position He'll get out there He's a great p- professional Get out there and do his job Yeah, somebody in the middle of the part for me It's okay saying we need an Alan Campbell They're very well, that's hard that's going to be tough to find Yeah, that they're type. Very, yeah, that type To get in there and be the ball winner And, you know, get the drive it from the middle of the park Because that's where good teams get their energy from And, um, yes, maybe maybe someone with a bit of, For me, a, a good bit of pace up top That'll um, trouble defenders' balls over the top And get into wide areas and create chances um, so it'll be interesting to see the business mother will do Is it worrying Stephen because you could say Well look Connor Shields at least part of his wage you would imagine Will be covered by Queen's Park Motherwell wouldn't have done the deal in this In any other manner you wouldn't have thought uh, Solholm completely gone So you think okay maybe that suggests that Moves are going to happen tonight But 
with five hours left, as you say, it's a bit quiet, isn't it? We're running out of time. We've got two wins in the last 19. Three wins at home since Boxing Day 2021. That's that I keep getting back to in the week. Um, so, it's no good. To, I mean, with this squad that's left, I doubt we're going to be able to just snap our fingers and it's my joke going to turn overnight. Um, Ross County have just signed Simon Murray. So they've strengthened up front. Kilmarnock signing players last night. They've let go of Kyle Lafferty, so you're assuming that they'll bring in maybe another striker as well. So um, I'm I'm very, very worried about, about the position that we find ourselves in. Okay, we've brought in Dan Zaki, but, but it sounds like he's quite a technical player. And again, in the midfield, I don't think that's what we need. Well, I think Stephen's right. You know, a couple of weeks ago, I said this this period was important for Stevie Hamill about who he get in to the building. Now, he started making progress on that. However, letting people go out the door wasn't really what I was expecting. So, home as much as I've been critical, this is sometimes useful still having people around the club and and you know to push people on. So, I think he could have been doing with keeping some bodies in. I don't know you how have much to business though, those two is going to get done, done with them with a view to replace them tonight though. You would like to think so. <laughs> you guys as Motherwell fans you would like to think so. Yeah. However, when all's quiet and you're not hearing much, that usually we do means nothing. We do things late at night. Would, you, would you mind then if <laughs> you, uh, you do. <laughs> why don't you go and go up to Fur Park? Stand outside Kai. Yeah, Park. I could do that. Just and, and get I your mic on. Yeah, just we could ask. do our own version, you know, on Deadline Day. You know, yeah. people used to turn up and there was that famous one where people were sticking things in the reporters. Yeah. yeah we could do yeah. that to you And outside. they'll not be fly because I know all the car parts up there. Let me guess. <laughs> <laughs> you love having the big cars. <laughs> on that note, thank you, Stephen, who sounds concerned. We'll see what happens between now and midnight. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the scottishsun.co.uk slash football. Teams are out in Dingwall And Kevin Nisbet is in the Hibs starting 11 So Can't imagine he goes anywhere tonight Or does he? Does he get a wee note past him On the pitch To say that he's on his way I'm not sure 01419511025 That's the number you need for Beat the Pundit And the lines close at 7 So be quick Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Played one super scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here It's 0141 It's been a fairly busy day I think it's, it's getting busier hopefully um, A few things still to report between now and 8 o'clock That would be the ideal scenario So we'll keep you up to speed But it's the same questions Because this is to fans of all teams We could do this for much longer Than the two hours we've got tonight What have you made of your business so far? What do you hope happens between now and midnight? And will you be satisfied come the end of the window 01419511025 Remarkably I don't think we missed anything concrete During the news So we'll crack on with this And we'll take your calls in a second Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football Always time for Beat the Pundit Deadline day or not James and Colsyth is on the line How's it going James? Not too bad, Gordon, not too bad Good stuff, would you be happy with Celtic's transfer window if it closes like it sits at the moment? Well, I think all you had to do was look at the bench on sun- Sunday, right? And <laughs> see what's in the bench And then you know that the, 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 the squad's tight, you know So I'm quite happy with that, yeah That's a fair barometer, Mark, sometimes it is a good way to gauge so. it yeah. I mean, managers are never actually happy, are they? Because they'll always think that 
I mean you have to keep Sort of wanting to improve And Ange Postacoglu Always keeps his His cards close yeah. to his chest But you wonder if this is him Feeling no, I think so When with... you get four in You know you've got to give them An opportunity To, to prove that they're better Than what you've got in the building So nah I think he'll be Going to his bed A happy man this evening Mm, right, let's toss the coin and see who it is up against <laughs> James and Co. Scythe. If it's heads, it will be Mark Wilson. And if it's tails, it will be Gordon DL. And it is tails. It's Gordon DL. How do you feel about that? I'm feeling okay because I've had a sort of up and down. I'm either brilliant or I'm absolutely terrible. Do you think. And there's no middle ground with the DL boy. Do you think the. Remarkable amount of fluff on your t-shirt Is going to put you off your performance I tonight think, that I, would be the, I, cannot, I cannot believe it I've got a new hoodie on it It's just absolutely killed me You've, that, got, you've got to see that A black t-shirt yeah. Under a new grey hoodie Yeah it didn't work Is a need, disaster uh, You need a roller yeah, but He looks you. like he's been rolling about the carpet I know <laughs> Producer Callum Have you got a lint roller in your drawer? Do you actually <laughs> Going to get him where, one where Because did you that's get your distracting me uh, I'm for a present from someone. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a present from someone. It always says Sainer me. For Sanchez. Look at that. Uh, uh, are you talking about my hoodie? No, look at uh, the state uh, of your t-shirt. It's the t-shirt I'm talking. It's covered in fluff. I know because I put on my new hoodie today. It's putting right? me off. And I hadn't washed my new hoodie. It's disgusting. And what happened was the fluff because my hoodie is a wee bit cheap. The, the t-shirt also looks cheap I, I mean, oh, that's Look at the sleeves that's I, don't, um, listen, I, don't, I, I don't judge I, I don't judge the price It's just, George it's, George and Primark It's just the fluff It's the fluff that's really a supermarket Spend a right few quid a right, day, Anyway Let's get you some Clyde 2 to listen to Enough about that Get him a lint roller while he's waiting Producer Callum James you've got 30 seconds Answer as many as you can And pass if you don't know That's the advice for you Okay Okey-doke. Let's go, your time starts now Which Italian side did Brian Loudrup join Rangers from in 94? Fiorentina uh, What nationality is former Celtic player Christian Gamboa? Uh, oh, pass Who's the only player in the Scottish Premiership to be sent off twice this season? Pass Who was the last club team that Paul Lambert managed? Ipswich Who scored Celtic's only goal against Real Madrid this season? Uh, Jack, uh, who's who's the youngest permanent manager in the Scottish Premiership at the moment? Liam Fox. Okay, let's bring Gordon DL back. Can you hear us, Gordon? I can. Well, I just pass if I don't know. Yeah, that, right. That, that let's would, go. Okay. I'm ready. The <laughs> Which Italian side did Brian Loudrup join Rangers from? Uh, Fontina. What nationality is former Celtic player Christian Gamboa? Um, pass. Who's the only player in the Scottish Premiership to be sent off twice this season? Uh, pass. Name the last club team that Paul Lambert managed. Um, Harlepool. Who scored Celtic's only goal against Real Madrid this season? Uh, Jota. Who's currently the youngest permanent manager in the Scottish Premiership? Fox. What current Scottish Championship team did Stephen O'Donnell start his pro career with? The Championship team. Uh, Quick uh, Three uh, Two Wraith, One know. Time up What do you think James? Patrick yeah, that's all I think it's a, a 40 finish Yeah You both got Fiorentina For Brian Loudrup um, Christian Gamboa Costa Rican Costa Rican Oh I knew that The only player Who's been sent off Twice in the Premiership This season What, what team? Well More pertinent He's been sent off twice At the same away ground Does that not help you? No Liam Scales at Hibs Never go Twice. there I'll tell you what What's that boy's name? 
James, James, Jim, if you get that, you can have the ball. <laughs> he did not get it, but he uh, did know that Paul Lambert's last club was Ipswich. <laughs> Managed. Uh huh. <laughs> what you want? What, what does that? Oh, I thought mean? Paul Hartley. That's not my fault. Oh <laughs> no, you read that. that out wrong. <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, two one. To but James. Paul Hartley was Hartley won it Hartley pool Yeah For all the relevance that has um, Who scored Celtic's only goal Against Real Madrid this year It is Jota Does James get that Producer Cal? No 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 <laughs> He's, He no. didn't even hear it No What did, was a debate. <laughs> what did, what did, what did Jim say? No, he said Jota No he didn't he Jim did, what did you say? He, did, he sort of went Jackie Jackie Marcus No, he no a chance <laughs> I'll leave, I, I, I'm leaving it up to Callum I'll tell you right now If I get beat with that I'm really going to be upset <laughs> You didn't even hear it He did Play that back Jack Jack Jota No chance Producer Callum's giving him it Nah come on mate Which means what he's, My reputation's on the line here he You're t- not getting stopped in Asda Is he two up? No no I got Jota Nah so you did right One two, up Two two No um, three two is it? Is it? Donald Patrick no, no. One up to, to James uh, Who's currently the youngest Permanent manager in the Premiership It's Liam Fox Where boy, there is there. James got that as well No he did not he did, did he <laughs> 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 He did I'm afraid um, oh, I'm Which means to equalise You need Which Scottish Championship Thistle. team Did Stephen O'Donnell Start his career with I'm It's telling, Partick Thistle I'm, You said Wraith I know I couldn't remember But I'll tell you now I want to hear Before this ball I want to hear his answer I'm not accepting it <laughs> I'm not accepting it, James. It's not up to you. He's the ref. He's Willie Collum. Look at him. It's a tie break. He's Get William your pencil Collum. And paper out. William Collum he, through he's there. At the screen. Right, at the minute, he's checking. He's checking the monitor. Man, be honest. Our reputation's on the line here. I I'll go to walk it. down the street I, with honestly, a balaclava on now. I had my. You know what I mean? <laughs> Backwards. Doing us a favour. But I didn't hear it either. Right, hold on here. Hold on. I don't have it yet Are you honestly going to make us wait yes, for this? Yes Get the VAR want... drone on Nick you're playing Producer <laughs> on a Saturday. Put is... the VAR button on He decides No he does not he does. I don't, I'm not getting cheated I'm not getting cheated tonight Right here we go I'll tell you what Big lamp post You better have this right <laughs> but I don't know how, what's going to happen here Because when I play this clip You're just going to argue anyway No no I'll be honest so Who gets the final say? Me me and Mark Now the ball's going to James I'll be up front and honest If, right, if James, James still is going that James is still there Right the ball's going to James right But for Run your own 10 pens in James Because I wouldn't do that to James But for your own Right okay Sanity Let's right. hear it Who scored Celtic's only goal Against Real Madrid this season? Jack uh, uh, Jota Jackie Jota <laughs> No chance I would game that No chance There you are Mark uh, Wilson says that? No chance Jackie The first Jackie one Jackie Jota That's his only take His first answer Who scored Celtic's only goal Against Real Madrid this season Jackie uh, Jota I see Know what's happened there right He's got to say Jackie Marcus And somebody next to him went Jota there's no one next to me I could hear it Right here's the deal The ball is going to James and Cosyth Okay You what we'll know do, Gordon between You know now, I know Between now and the you end of the show Between now and the end of the show We'll take a poll on Twitter Or anyone can tweet me their thoughts right. Are we giving that to Gordon or not For his own sanity But James well done As far as I'm concerned You're a winner in my eyes Is that a tie break? No well done, James. I'm going to bust that ball. Well done, <laughs> I'm telling you now, that ball's getting burst. James deserves that. He's Good a, answers in there. He's getting from a, James. He's getting a what do you call the masters? The big leather things. Pole masters. Mold master. Mold master. He's pole master. master. Oh, he's getting a mold That's something master. Something entirely different. <laughs> right. Let's leave it there. <laughs>
I'm just de- de- <laughs> Honestly see if that was me I would not have got that Jack uh, Jota Hold Paul on Masters. So what I'd say is with <laughs> That's the name of that video You've been watching <laughs> so, from so, so my Wraith Partick Thistle Doesn't count Nah it's totally different Ah uh, come on He deserved that Totally different well done James Alan Lappin says Jota's called Jackie Jota On the training <laughs> ground I've got no doubt He says Jack Marcus He was going I mean somebody whispered I heard it Elsie Sitting next to him mm. It's Jota Elsie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we've missed anything confirmed during the news. Um oh, in fact we have actually, and it's another outgoing another outgoing striker at Kilmarnock, Andrew McLean. Yeah, an interesting one. Ollie Shaw has left on a permanent deal. He's joined Barnsley. He was of course a, a key part of their championship winning side last season was our top scorer last season 16 goals but he has joined Barnsley on a permanent deal so interesting because obviously Kyle Lafferty has left the club by mutual consent so you'd think that that may be an area Derek McInnes might want to address I was speaking to him yesterday he said that he was keen to bring in a creative type player they did bring in Luke Chambers on loan from Liverpool yesterday he's a defender so potentially we could see Kilmarnock move for a more forward player in the last few hours of this one no. Uh, well, great timing. Simon's a Kilmarnock fan on the line. Um, quite an interesting evening so far, Simon. Yeah, absolutely. First of all, the absolute irony of Gordon Dale complaining about someone else cheating. I know. Simon, his lawyer will be listening. He's the busiest lawyer in Scotland, so we better not take that any further. Um, he's not happy with you. Um, Kyle Lafferty, first of all, Simon, does that is that a shock? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, especially the way the club stood by him during the uh, you know the issues he had with the ban. Um, it's not something that anybody really expected to happen. Um, you know, there's been a few rumours going around the last few days that he's you know he's really struggling with injury and that he might be contemplating you know retiring. But then the the fact that he's released on deadline day suggests that you know maybe we're leaving it open for him to to move on to another club. Um, you know. <laughs> I was excited. I was looking forward to him coming back because I thought he could be somebody who put the ball in the back of the net, you know. But now we all saw um, going to Barnsley, which has been in the pipeline for a wee while. We've got three strikers at the club, and all season they've scored a combined total of one goal, you know. So doesn't it doesn't take a genius to work out where the where the issues yeah. are? Yeah, Mark. Again, it's a bit like what we spoke about with Stephen, the Motherwell fan. You're at a point where you just kind of have to assume That Kilmarnock will sign strikers tonight I don't know if they will I don't know if they'll get the business done But for Kyle Lafferty and Ollie Shaw One a surprise, one not so much But for them both to leave on deadline evening um, That's it's quite something Yeah, well, you'd think Derek would have something up his sleeve If that's the case When you look at him Sitting bottom of the table Only scored 19 goals this season They obviously need someone to fill that void Now, Lafferty has missed a lot of the season Because he's Suspension, but even when he came back, did he only play a couple of 45 minutes? Shot, not really been involved. So it's kind of back to what they had before. But you think Derek would would strengthen that position? But again, we're not really hearing much in that front. Andrew might be able to tell us different, but we've only got three hours, 40 odd minutes to go. So needs to get a move on in that respect. Um, I mean, Simon. I, maybe I'm guilty here of overanalyzing Because it's a very short statement So there's not really much analysis to be done But this it says It's with regret that Kyle Lafferty and Kilmarnock Football Club have parted company So that bit makes me think that Kilmarnock wanted to keep him Because they're full of regret 
But then it says by mutual consent So I don't know, like I say Maybe I'm over-analysing these things What's your feeling on it? Yeah, um, I can agree with you I think it's quite a terse statement I think we're, we're, we're kind of you know, after having stood by him, as I said, um, you know, it would make it doesn't really make such much sense. We probably, you know, could have got rid of him at that point, but we didn't. So it's interesting because that would have probably ended his chances of getting a move this season. Because who's going to sign somebody with a ten-game ban hanging over them? Um, I think today, tonight is going to be really, really interesting. Looking at into a lot of things that the journalists and stuff have been saying that Rangers are wanting to get rid of a couple of their youngsters, and one of them's Lewis Mayo, who's currently on loan. Um, we obviously would be interested in that because he's been very good for us. Um, the rumours around Ayrshire seem to be that that is the deal we're trying to get through permanently, which would then trigger Alex Lowry on loan, which is that creative midfielder, because um, obviously he can only have one loan player from the same club. I think that would be excellent because I think the Sun's reporting that Lowry to St Mirren's off. So, you know, maybe is, is there a reason for that? Is that because, you know, this deal to Coman looks here? I don't think we're not. Creating chances That's the issue We are creating a lot of chances wide We don't have that player Through the middle Who's creating chances And then we don't have the guy To put the ball in the back of the net So you know Chances aren't really the problem You look at the the game on Saturday It was a long long day A very expensive day But you know XG stats Which obviously can be manipulated One way or the other But you know We had a much higher XG Than than Ross County We missed two absolute sitters So creating chances Isn't necessarily the problem In the wide areas Mm -hmm. I think we need somebody to put a foot on the ball in the middle and create better chances through the middle. But, you know, it's it's going to be a really interesting night and, and a really worrying one at the moment because as it stands, I think, you know, it's ourselves and Motherwell that are favourites to the drop, unfortunately. Sorry to say that, Gordon. Yeah, I think you might be right. Um, what I'm now interested in is striker merry-go-round and the impact that has on relegation. Right, Take a look at the teams in there. St Johnston have signed Zach Rudden from Dundee Right Tony Watt has left Dundee United To go to St Mirren I'm not saying St Mirren Are involved in the relegation um, Ross County have taken Eamon Brophy From St Mirren And Kyle Lafferty And Ollie Shaw Have left Kilmarnock Who comes in there Do Motherwell get Their other striker So It feels like This window And the firepower You can get In this window might go a long way to deciding who, who stays and who goes down I think Kamarnock are very short as we speak But you never know what's going on behind the scenes Gordon I tipped Kamarnock from the very word uh, from, That's just your United not, 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 not because I thought it would be a very difficult season for them The only good thing it's, they've got going for them Is they've got a very experienced manager And their teams round about them in real trouble And, and Simon's right <clears throat> One of those are motherwell It'll be interesting to see if Ross County can do that kick on again Like what happened last year They they, they looked doomed and then all of a sudden Started winning game after game after game Dundee United aren't looking too bad just now So I think it's, a, it's going to be a very interesting mm-hmm. few hours at Rugby Park Are you as confused is the right word Mark Wilson But as um, let's just go with it As confused about the Kyle Lafferty one as Simon and, and myself to yeah. an extent I don't think anyone would have seen that at the start of play today. Um, the statement as well, you're right about the statement. We regret uh, that Kyle Lafferty and Kilmarnock Park Company, so that, that seems to suggest it's maybe motivated from the player's point of view. And then you think, well, if you thought he had more to give, then why would you mutually terminate the contract? You would keep him because you are in the hole. And when you, you rightly point out those teams at the bottom, it's strikers 
that are going to help you survive in this league. You know, you can look at all their defences there and you'll pick holes, so you will get chances. But who's got the better striker is going to get a hole. So at the minute, the way it stands, it looks like Malky mm-hmm. Mackay has done the best business. We said at the weekend, he needed goals. He signs Brophy, Brophy and White up front. And look what happens, they score. Now he signed Murray as well. So it looks like he's done the best business at the minute. Kilmarnock seem to be short who have they got Vassal and Vassell, Robinson yeah. uh, have they up front now that's leaving yourself short because both of them haven't really chipped in when it comes to goals so I just wonder if Derek does have something up his mm. sleeve for the next couple of hours thank you to Simon interesting night ahead at Kilmarnock there's a poll on Twitter to see if you should get the beat the pundit victory I don't know if the clip is attached for people to hear or not but if you, if you, it is it is indeed perfect at Clyde SSB uh, go check that out and we'll give you we'll give you an update on the results everyone's no one's interested now in deadline day this mm. is more important isn't it yeah Jackie Jota you, see what he's doing if you get the point or not see anyway. they've signed this new Jackie Jota <laughs> <laughs> more calls next get in touch Taking your calls on Scottish football 0141 951 1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon DL and Mark Wilson are here It's 0141 951 1025 Now at this time of the night We usually do a full time teaser But it's deadline day We'll try to keep everyone across all the transfers So um, let's push that to one side for one evening only uh, I'll bring it back tomorrow Full time at Clyde1.com Why not send me a question there And uh, let me know if you want it used on the show tomorrow you Your poll is up Gordon DL If you go to Twitter oh, at Clyde SSB my, People can listen my poll is up. Listen to the clip And they can decide whether the caller James Should have been given the point for his answer um, At the moment And a few hundred votes in already 70% in favour of James No chance yeah, 30% yeah. That's jealousy against That's jealousy <laughs> That is just jealous yeah. people out there Look at uh, I do however have A uh, Present for you. We we don't have a, we don't have much in here actually, but we miraculously do have a lint roller that you quite desperately need. So here you are, a gift from us to you. Sort out that t-shirt. It is offensive, quite frankly. I think we there do. we go. Great technique. That man's done Easier that before. Eh? Take that down, off and set and fire it. Right? That's great. It's Look at him. Please get that right sleeve sorted. That's the worst. He's t- get tell him to. <laughs> It's the moment, he carried, he carried <laughs> me videoing people There's three big cameras in your face anyway I'm getting up and down here and he's videoing me Why you got that fist under your top like that? Because it, 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 it makes it stronger so you can get Look, see what I mean? This, 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 is, the, this is the worst minute of radio <laughs> of all time People just listening <laughs> to the are. noise of a foam roller going across Gordon Dale People just uh, switching uh, off as they drive by the setting Do you want me to do your back for you? Uh, anyway, we go. 01419511025. That's the number Colin has dialed. He is a Rangers fan. What do you think, Colin? Talk to me about the transfer business. Evening, guys. Always good to hear you. Uh, Thank you. Is in great form tonight. Mm, something like that. <laughs> uh, I still think there's a bit of business to be done, hopefully, for Rangers. And I think it will be a centre back, which will lead me on to perhaps easing the young Mullow fans' fears of earlier on. Where this might come into play for him uh, I feel if Rangers can get a centre back in It'd be great experience for Leon King To go to Mollow for six months But I'd like to see Leon King uh, Being partnered by Stephen Welsh At Mollow from Celtic So potentially an old firm Sort of rising duo 
Loving this. Colin's another one. He's he's organising moves for not only his own young talent, but his rivals' young talent as well. Um, Leon King. That's an interesting one. Mm. I haven't um, haven't heard much about it. Rangers would need to do a centre back in the way, wouldn't they? Though, and and although Colin wants one, it's still looking unlikely. So, not going to do it. No, no, absolutely no chance. I'll tell you what. I I, I do agree that. Eventually, King for me, because I think that obviously Bill's looking for a centre-back to come in there. He's got one or two good experienced centre-backs as well. When everybody's fit, I think it will make sense at one point that King goes out and starts playing every single week because the mm. lads get good potential. You don't want to stop that. You want to keep pushing them forward. The last update yesterday from Michael Bill Collin was he... Would try and force a centre back through, but it looked more likely in the summer. I think the latest update is that it is unlikely, but is that still definitely the one then that if it could happen tonight, that's the one you would want? Do you know, I think it's quite ironic because we spoke last week about a certain right in Porteous, and we needed, we now need a centre half. Um, yeah, but again, Mark, you have to just assume that fans can have their say and we can. Ryan Porteous has, has if Michael B wanted Ryan Porteous. Presumably he could have got him or, or could yeah. have at least made a move Or did he go for 400 grand Which might have been too much Rangers might not have bothered If he's out of contract in the summer Hibs might have even upped that price If it was for You know To Rangers Because you're selling within the same league um, we can, He's gone to Watford You can only yeah. assume It wasn't something Rangers yeah, were that bothered I, I mean Beal would have been well aware Of the situation with Ryan Portis And if they didn't make any moves for him It was because Beal didn't see him fitting into the team you know, we're different. I, I stood here last week and I said that I thought um, Portis would have been a good fit for Rangers. Rangers fans are saying it. You know, so it wouldn't have been a surprise from the outside. But obviously, Beal has a certain way he wants to play, a certain profile that he wants to slot on his side. And Portis didn't fit it. I would say I would agree with you, Gordon. I think Hibs might have pumped up the price as well in terms of King. I think it would do the boy good to get out on loan because he went through a hard time. Remember, he was in the team and it seemed like mistake after mistake. He wasn't the only one that was making mistakes, but mm. it seemed like they just piled up one after the other in high-profile games. He would benefit from going somewhere, but it won't be now. John Souter, I suppose, will be coming back. And yes, I hear everyone saying, he, you know, the injury record. Hollander's further away. So if it's Goldson Davies right now... Leon King maybe even next in line there Colin if business isn't done tonight so it would be pretty tough to let him go wouldn't it if you're, if you're you're putting it down like that then if there's nobody coming in mm. he's certainly third choice but if, if we did manage to get something over a line I would like to see him as you say recover yeah. from the kind of the torment he had in the first six months if it did so if it ends like this Colin Raskin and Cantwell are you, are you happy with that or how would you describe it I'd be a bit, I'd, if I'd been honest, I'd be a bit disappointed. I'd probably like Bill's thinking that we needed four. If the four was there to be done, now now was the time to do it. If, as I said, as any proper Rangers fan or whatever, you're admitting the league's gone, so your focus is on two cups. So this was probably the best time to get full-time deals in and get them bedded in for six months. You compact the pre-season, you hit the ground running. This is why This is why some managers Do keep their cards Close to their chest And maybe we we get too hung up On, on numbers Michael Beale I think did say Three or four did, did he say three or four At the start of the window mm-hmm. End up with two I mean 
to some people that's who cares you know if mm-hmm. it's Cantwell and Raskin and they're good and they're starters and, and they go in fine and, and you do the rest of their business some people will hang right on that and say how have we gone from three or four to two which is not that big a difference obviously um, but, but Colin certainly wanted a little bit more business yeah, but <clears throat> the manager will be looking for um, quality over quantity um, yes if the ideal Candidates were there to get three or four in. I'm sure they would have pushed the boat out to do that, Gordon. Um, I think the the summer transfer window is a lot better than the January one. You can pick up some good players in January. Let's not be kidded in that. But I don't think there's any rush for a Rangers manager because if he does get players back, you look at the injury list he's got. If he gets players back, he's certainly got a strong squad to pick from. I'm not too sure. I agree with that. I think Bill will be frustrated at that if he's put his neck in the line. And he seems pretty forthright with everything he says about transfers, even the striker he's chatting about in the summer. That if he says three or four, and I'm pretty certain he says that he'd done his bit in identifying those that was over to others to get the deal done, then I'm pretty sure that that would frustrate him. That said, though, Morgan Whitaker, a bid went in one bid, and it was knocked back, and then Michael Beale sort of, he was asked if if he would identify another target in that area, because that would normally make sense if you can't get this one... Get, you know, go for someone else, but he, he said, no, "Well, no, no, we're kind of fine with that because Cantwell, and you know, they play that sort of narrow mm-hmm. position anyway sometimes." And Hadji comes back and all that sort of stuff. So it doesn't sound like he was too desperate for that area. Really, well, wouldn't he? I, I don't think he would be wanting to substitute uh, another player in just because he couldn't get Whitaker. Pretty sure when he says I've identified targets and he presents those targets. Bills Bills not in the industry of going out and then negotiating deals. He's got other things in his plate. So that's no, but you've usually got a list of sort of you know for yeah. each position, don't that, you? If that's that a position not... you've identified, yeah. but they obviously weren't that desperate for that position. That might not that not might not be whoever's uh, doing the dealing for Rangers going and, and putting that one bid in. They might have got the feedback that Whitaker doesn't want to come to Rangers. Remember, there's different parties when you're doing a transfer. It's okay identifying a player saying, "Yeah, we'd like Whitaker and go and try and get him." And then you go in, you, you open negotiations and you realise Whitaker doesn't want to come uh, up north. He doesn't want to come up the M6. So at the end of the day... <laughs> well, it's the bid though, isn't it? The club knocked the bid back. Yeah, but you may have got the fact of saying, right, OK, there's always negotiations to begin with a bigger so bid. Whitaker up in the summer, his contract? No, he's no, still got a couple of years left. OK. So he could, they could have went in with a bigger bid, but once again, we don't know what's happened behind the scenes. They could have had a chat with the lad who no, maybe... No, I think Swansea th- just knocked the bid back. Yes, but at the end of the day, I'm talking about other players as oh, well, right, okay. Gordon. Uh, the, the, <laughs> That's why I talk about motorways. No, People, you, I, they want to come up with motorways. Right? <laughs> okay, then they want to come up with But negotiations that are done through agents and players and clubs. And, so it's not just as simple mm. as saying, I've identified X, Y and Z, get me them in here, I want them in the training next day. Doesn't happen that way. And I think Michael Beale right now is quite right. He identified a few players, he got two in, he's happy with them. I think he'll do all his business in the summer. Mm, Colin wanted a bit more, but we agree to disagree. Thank you, Colin, on the line. What about William, who's a Motherwell fan? How's it going, William? How you doing, guys? Hey. Um, just like to put a couple of points across. Um, big, big moral fan. All my brothers and my pals and that as well, family. Um, I just don't think we're doing enough. I don't think anyone want to come to us because it's been very quiet. We're not getting told nothing. Like the Tony Watt, Yes. I'd like to see Tony walk back. Um, 
I didn't get to their growth game due to work circumstances. Um, went to the game on Saturday and it was absolutely atrocious. Honestly, I've seen a better game with kids on the park. Is there anybody out there got an answer to what's going on in here? Oh, that's a good question, Gordon Deal. Yeah, uh, he's a jinx because he didn't go to a broth move on. Um, I, I'm worried for Mother O'Gorn. I really am. Um, you know, Stephen come on the phone and come out with a start that Mark and I both looked at each other about the the home um, wins. Um, they, they can't buy a win. Yes, they had a good result up at a broth, but you'd expect them to win that. Although it was always going to be difficult and well done to them. League Forum is really, really poor. Um, they're in real trouble. And if they don't start picking up, and I'm talking about tomorrow night at home against St Johnston, then they are certainly staring relegation in the face. Next four and a bit hours, Mark, are going to be massive. Because, is, sorry, just because the, they were going to be anyway, mm-hmm. but Solholm and Connor Shields have yeah. left tonight. So. so you need bodies in, and you need bodies to to create competition and push for first team places. I mean, we we chat about Rangers and Celtic getting bodies in and bodies in to make an impact right away, and that's that's going into very good squads. Motherwell, you know, you can take that upper upper level because the the squad that they've got at the minute has gone backwards. Declining badly You look where they were A few weeks ago To where they are now And they're locked in A relegation battle Make no mistake about that So They need bodies in That can go straight Into the team And make an impact But When there's no sight Of any in the horizon I can see why William and Stephen Earlier on Are concerned about The way the club's going At the minute I've got to say Just quickly Every week I say No Motherwell can't get relegated We know they're in a relegation battle But If they don't win In the next And I think it's Aberdeen Away at the weekend so it's going to be real difficult And they're losing silly goals Gordon uh, The manager I've noticed Stevie Hamill's come now He's saying the same things Every single game He must be frustrated as well They need to start picking up points Because they're really struggling What areas of the pitch are vital? What's the priority William? Um, we need a striker That goes as it's saying um, I don't know I, I'm in a chat with all my pals It's moral fans I don't see why We're not going for the likes of Lee Griffiths A guy knows where To be in the boat And put the ball in the net for you That is an answer um, Is he now though Mark? I mean is he? I mean, he doesn't play mm. football currently As far as I can gather well, what Motherwell? His last spell was an underwhelming one at the middle of League One. Yeah. So Motherwell need players who can affect the squad at the minute. So if you bring in someone like Lee Griffiths, then how long does it take to get up to speed? And then are you really getting the Lee Griffiths that we all remember, where he scored the free kicks for Scotland, the goal scorer for Celtic? You have to say the answers it's are far definitive. Removed. No, no, isn't no, it? Yeah, far it's removed. So it's not worth the gamble, in my opinion, for that. But I, I agree with William. You do need a striker. Dad's mentioned earlier. Maybe somebody with a bit of pace that can affect teams over the top. That's that's right. I agree with that because you've got your bigger guys up there who can hold the ball mm. up, who are goal scorers to a certain extent. But you need runners in behind to create space. Motherwell don't have that. It just shows you why you need a more detailed analysis, Gordon. Because we sometimes look at goals for and goals mm. against. It doesn't tell you the full picture. Because Motherwell's goals for column is fine compared to its rivals. Fine. And as is the goals against column. So, you know, if you're to base it on that, like some people do lazily on here, then you think, oh, well, the defence is okay and the, stri- the attack's okay when it's obviously not, because you look at where they are. Um, Van Veen is there, not everyone's mm-hmm. cup of tea, but he's, he's round about a one and two striker, which is fine. Um, it's good. And 
Obviously Mandron came in He's now injured mm-hmm. um, Danzaki I think a bit more attack minded If there is to be a new striker Is that is that your priority or, or um, No I, I would uh, I would probably look at the left back I would look to fill that position I know McGinn's playing there But that's not his n- normal position You've lost Probably one of Motherwell's best players, the boy Penny. I thought he was very good indeed. I really did. I think he had a lot of quality. So you've lost that out of your team. I'd look at that. Solom has away tonight. Now, money's come in for him. I don't know what the, the bid is. And I would have accepted that as much as he's played a lot of games. I just didn't think that partnership with Lamy, I think they were causing, especially against Tibbs. I think all went wrong against Tibbs. Um, Certainly, I, I, I take Stephen's point when he come on and talking about that midfield player that has got to be the ball winner, the Keith Lasley, the the Alan Campbell. But once again, very difficult to pick up. Gone. They need they need about three to four players in there to give it a lift, freshen up. I think if you get the right players round about Van Veen, he can score your goals. Of Would you take one that's just been let go by Kelly Lafferty? Um, are you asking me a? Um, I think Lafferty's an, an impact signing He comes in and I think he does okay For the second half of the season usually Yeah um, I think he could get you goals um, but That I sounds think like I, a yes But there's more more priorities for me Because one I know what Gordon's saying about the, the, the You know the chart there He's looking at the goals against goals for I think that the now, nature of the goals that have been conceded. Yeah, to Alan, I think I think you've got to tighten that up. Thank you, William. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. We're on to the final part of the show next. More transfer updates to come. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Right into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard, which means four hours thirteen minutes if you're keeping count on the deadline for transfers. Andrew McLean is still with us. He's been keeping us up to speed on all the transfers tonight. I suppose Andrew, worth bearing in mind that the midnight deadline is there, but you know certain types of business can still be done thereafter. Yeah, we've seen it beforehand. First of all, it comes down to having the right paperwork submitted at the right time. So sometimes you'll see deals being confirmed by clubs after the midnight deadline or even the next morning. Sometimes that um, they will be confirmed just if certain details need to be ironed out or there's the, the specific clearance that's needed for those transfers to go through. But you can also sign free agents after the, the midnight deadline. That's why you see a lot of the time you know, clubs will release players from their contract before the deadline because it means they are then allowed to sign for another club after the deadline. That's why, for example, Kilmarnock have chosen this time in the window to release Kyle Lafferty and not done it tomorrow, for example, because it means that he can now go and join another club. And of course, um, lower leagues are still allowed to loan in players after the deadline as well. So there may be some premiership clubs that are looking to loan some of their players out and can do that across the month of February. There you are, Motherwell fans, Kilmarnock fans, whoever else it applies to. It's not all done and dusted if you don't have the players in uh, by midnight are there any other updates there Andrew you had loads for us at the start of the show I, I get the sense it's maybe quieting getting a bit quieter maybe before a, a late upturn yeah, it's a bit quieter at the moment. There's been a lot of talk about Callum Patterson at Hearts, whether that could happen. It looks as if Hearts business is done for this window, though, so I wouldn't expect to see Callum Patterson in a maroon jersey 
uh, certainly in the second half of this season. Hibs have made a couple of bids for Wales international. Johnny Williams, he's at Swindon, but that one looks complicated. They've got a new manager in Jody Morris uh, today, so that one you know, has, has thrown a bit of a spanner in the work. Surely Motherwell have got to do something because we've seen Solholm and, and Shields both away. They'll be working towards the deadline. St Mirren, of course. Tony Watt is the one that should be coming in on loan before the deadline. Ethan Erehon and Dylan Reid heading out. But apart from that, I'm sure there will be a few things going on here and there around the different clubs and hopefully we'll see a few surprises before the deadline as well. There's always something that happens, isn't there? And there's a game tonight, of course, Ross County against Hibs, but if we were to link that to transfer news, we just left to assume that Kevin Nisbet remains a Hibs player because he starts. He's, he's playing right now, so how he's, how he's going to leave before the end of the night, I don't quite know. Um, I mean, it's possible, but is he a Hibs player for the foreseeable? I would think so um, I thought if he was going out the door He wouldn't have been involved at the weekend He comes on and makes an impact at the weekend So I think he's a Hibs player Until the end of the season No doubt about that It does make the full thing intriguing Gordon DL Because we're all nosy We want to know the, the full story Because on the face of it from the outside And forgive me from being unfair Kevin Nisbet is the subject of a bid from Millwall Which is accepted by Hibs He goes down to Millwall Even Millwall's Worst offer Of a wage Better Is probably Three times What he's on at Hibs mm-hmm. yeah. That, yeah. That, 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 Would that be Maybe. accurate? Yeah Millwall's worst offer Probably mm-hmm. three times that can, Forgive me if I'm being unfair And then The official line The official reason is, is You know a change of heart Or whatever It doesn't It didn't didn't happen And now he stays at Hibs it might have been a case he just didn't feel the 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 right it was the right move for him. Mm-hmm. Um, financially, yeah, but, but, it would have been. People, but people sort of assumed that if that was the case, it's because the right move was about to arrive, or, or someone had told them the right move yeah, was there. You, could, you know, you can get into a club, you can sit with managers, you can sit with directors, and you get a sort of a, a feeling that sure. no, this this isn't going to work for me. I don't know if that was the case. That can't it. have happened a lot. Where a player actually travels down and sits with a manager and turns around and says, No, nah, this isn't for me. Not at our level. That can have happened a lot. But, but it can. Um, you can travel down, you can look at the surroundings, you can, you know, <laughs> speak to different people and change your mind. That's his priority. There's no, there's no problem in that. But I think, to be honest with you, I think there'll probably be more than that. I think that financially it would have been mm. a terrific move for him because. As you say, he would have been on three, four times his wages at Hibs. Something I thought we would speak about longer tonight, and we've just not had the chance. It's been an extremely busy show. Aberdeen are, are signing players that they've they've signed a couple now. Obviously, those were deals that were just done. They were they were in the pipeline before they changed manager. That on the face of it looks quite chaotic, Mark. When new players have to come in, they thought they were signing for a manager that's no longer there. Barry Robson will take charge of the team. Um, just, I mean, difficult, very difficult situation That's a strange one now I know the deals must have been already lined yeah. up To just get the button pressed on them But when those players have had discussions with a manager which Or ex-manager now And they think they're coming to play for him What an odd situation to go into You're now playing for an interim manager And Barry Robson Who may or may not get the job mm. Um, The club is in chaos at the minute From top to bottom From signings coming through the door one thing they do need is better players. Now, on the face of it, it looks like they've got a good squad, but, uh, you know, the proof's in the pudding. What's went before? Jim Goodwin, Stephen Glass, 
um, Not good enough From the squad That's been there Individually So they need better players But it's an odd situation Where they're coming Here in And playing for Here is what Barry, Barry Robson Had to say today We're all men um, We all know that The expectation From ourselves From the fans from your families even, you know. So we need to go and try and turn this around. And listen, you, you don't become a bad player or a bad coach or bad over a week. That doesn't happen. So what we said to them is, is you've got to run, you've got to work and you've got to, we'll give them a couple of wee ideas that, that what we'll do and how we'll try and help them. You move on, it's gone. You can't change the past. We all know that. And I know it's all cliche and you're probably bored of listening to that, but that's that's the truth. So why sit and think about it? We've got to move on. I get that. I get that mindset, Mark. It's very positive. It's very forward thinking. Um, the Aberdeen player who was interviewed today was Johnny Hayes, though, who said it will take a bit of time to move on because it was the worst 10 days of his entire career. Yeah, and I can believe that from Johnny. Um, but Barry, what you've heard there for Barry, it was a teammate of Barry over two clubs uh, a long time. That That was him as a player. He quickly got over things and he moved on And that's what made him the competitor he was on the pitch Different as a manager Now I get he's been put in charge And he has to send a message out right away a, The right message that the fans want to hear Maybe the fans want to hear that He's got to go on with a job in hand And that is getting results It's going to be difficult Because he has to get the best out of the players He says here You don't become a bad player Or coaches or team overnight Well, or a week It's been much longer than a week That this team has showed signs a regression So he needs to get them back Playing with a wee bit of confidence And, and get results instantly Yeah um, I think Aberdeen are all over the place so now I think what I said on Saturday Weak leadership for me I've had stronger mints um, I don't think they're in a good position just now um, Barry Robson may just give, give them that little it's bit It's too late in the show for me to react <laughs> To how bad that comparison uh, was So just uh, carry on uh, end, just, end, I, end, just end. Like, like most other clubs uh, They need to start getting results Barry Robson put himself in the, the, the position that If he starts getting results He may get the job I hate to tell you You have been soundly beaten no, On I'm the not. poll yes. the, the, the listeners have voted and James the caller wins Beat the pundit yeah. Sorry to say But there is a video of Mark Wilson Taking the lint roller to your back uh, Now on Twitter For anyone who wants to ruin their own night um, Anyway Thank you very much Thank you to Andrew McLean as well For keeping us up to speed on the transfers It's a very uh, busy start It's quietened down a bit What will the next four hours have in store? Well you can find out on Twitter at Clyde SSB Make sure you follow that And then tomorrow we get to look back on it all Hopefully exciting stuff with Marvin Bartley and Cammy Bell And in fact five big games in the Premiership tomorrow as well So you're not going to want to miss that We will speak to you then And Callum Gallagher will speak to you next